Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help encourage you to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and although I am a little raspy today, I still count it an honor and a privilege to be here with you on this episode number 117 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we actually have a very serious topic to discuss, and truly, parental discretion is advised. So please, go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebook, something to write with, and settle on in. Blend encourages you, is coming to you with, well, what were you wearing? That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, everybody, we're going to get into our topic. And once again, as in the introduction, I just want to put out a warning that we're going to be talking about something that's highly sensitive, yet needful to discuss. And that is around sexual assault. Now, just Hearing or reading the words, for those that are reading the blog post, sexual assault makes people feel uncomfortable. And I can certainly understand why. Uh, It's something, no BCU family, that we need to address. Now, there's not going to be anything graphic here. Obviously, we're not going to do that. I just want to let you all know what we're going to be doing in the event that you have uh, younger people within earshot or eye shot. So you may want to, you know, get out of this post if you're looking at it and look at it again later or, you know, put your earbuds in or listen to this at a time where young people aren't necessarily listening. Uh, Not that they shouldn't hear it. Of course, you have to use discretion with whatever it is and however it is that you are speaking to them. Now, what we're going to be talking about and the way we're going to be talking about it is just one angle of several ways that we can discuss this. What this post is intended to do is to open up dialogue and with God's help, work towards solving this problem. And we've got to do it with God's help because without him, we can do nothing. The other thing is, is that if you have ever been the victim of any inappropriate behavior, no matter what the scale is, small or large, just know that we are praying for you here on Team BCU 
And if you feel the need to, please reach out to us at Blend at blendcouragesyou.com for further counseling and prayer. There's been so much of this swept under the rug and so many women I'm, I'm speaking to, you know, in particular that have not gotten the victory over these situations. So we, we can do that with God's help. So let's get into our podcast content. BCU family, typically I refrain from commenting on most current events. And a lot of it is to just keep a guard over my mouth. You know, as David said in the book of Psalms, I just would rather not say anything. In light, though, of recent and alleged sexual misconduct cases with so many high-profile men, it just brought a few thoughts to mind that, that I wanted to share with you. Let's talk about Tina. Tina is a quiet but smart third grader who is heading back to class from going to the restroom when she sees Danny, a very tall and popular fourth or fifth grader coming toward her. As they met up in the hallway, Tina greeted him with a smile and a cheery hello. Danny responded by blocking Tina's access to get by and shoving her into a nearby open custodial closet where his hands were in places that they should have never been. Tina, confused and scared, confided right away to an older student as classes let out. The older student said to her, well, what were you doing down there anyway? Ashamed, Tina never did report the incident. It still lingers in her mind. Let's talk about Lala. Lala started to develop early, probably around age 10, 11, something along those lines. And she ran into Polly. Polly was a kind of a scary bully type guy who would discreetly touch her inappropriately as they were passing one another in the hallway. And he would remark about how well she was growing. Lala's mom had a tendency to talk about how certain women were predators and liked to take people's men away. These women wore clothing that was revealing and that really just asked for trouble. Lala was a little confused about that and didn't know what to do about Polly, so she did nothing. And maybe she was at fault for what she was wearing. Who knows? Thankfully, Polly moved away the next school year, but Lala was always confused about how to deal properly with boys as she grew up and with men. Let's talk about young Mona. Mona landed a great job with awesome pay, benefits, and a wonderful 
friendly working environment. Mona came back from lunch one day, and before she even sat down to settle in, she started to check her voice messages. So as she stood listening to the messages and went to get into her chair to have a seat, she jumped up and turned around only to see Mark, an executive, sitting in her chair, smirking. In telling her story, it wasn't the first time that Mark had done something like that. This harassment that he had been famous for went to HR, but no one believed the women. And finally, we have Lou. Lou went out on a dinner date with a quote-unquote official several years ago. Since the date was going well, Mr. Official wanted to extend their time together with a trip to the movies. So Lou thought that was great. Partially through the movie, Lou thought Mr. Official accidentally brushed up against her. No, it happened repeatedly. Lou addressed it, to which Mr. Official replied, Huh. Well, I'll try and stop, but I can't promise anything. You know, BCU family, I tell these very true stories with permission and with name changes, of course, to illustrate a point. From where I sit, many aggressive boys who have natural leadership capability are probably not being taught how and when to be aggressive. Men are natural leaders. This is how God has made them. So, yes, men should go hard, or little boys should go hard when they're playing a sport or learning a task. Those qualities, that aggression, that leadership, that desire to win, to do well, those qualities help make boys into the men, those amazing leaders that God has called them to be. So no question about that. At the same time, it's also important for men to be taught to exercise self-control, proper restraint, respect, and a firm understanding of the word no. If that does not happen, boundaries and, and boundaries are crossed, then consequences must be swift and memorable versus this boys will be boys mindset, which is completely unscriptural, completely. Yes, there are women who are beautiful, mesmerizing, enticing, tempting, and may even go after men. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Let me say something to you, though. Solomon warns against that 
in Proverbs chapter six. Solomon talks about that. And I want to make very clear, BCU family, that the book of Proverbs is for everyday living for everyone, not just those who know the Lord. Let's take a look at Proverbs chapter six, verses 25, 27, and 28. Solomon warns, lust not after her beauty in your heart, neither let her take you with her eyelids. Can a man take fire into his bosom and his clothes not be burned? Can one go upon hot coals and his feet not be burned? So for those that say, well, it's all about the girls and what they're doing and what they're wearing. Solomon tells you, don't even go there. <laughs> he says, don't even go there. And, you know, I, I, I talk about this because as I am looking at the news and I don't know who did what. I, I just know that these are alleged stories. I'm not here to judge, jury, and execute anyone in any of these stories that I've seen in the news about harassment and assault. What I am saying is, and what I am saying is, is that all of us are witnessing what lust and lack of self-restraint does. Eventually, as Solomon said, it will burn the aggressor either in this life and if repentance and salvation is not chosen, that burn will continue into eternity. Now, women do have a responsibility to be chaste and to carry themselves in a way that is proper. And in many cases, women are taught this properly. Not all cases. Yes, I know. There are some that don't have that. I'm talking about the women that are taught properly. My question is, BCU family, who's teaching the men to control themselves? Who is warning the men about the dangers of lust? And when that's finished, it brings sin and then death as in James chapter 1, verse 15. Why is it that when a woman brings up inappropriate behavior that she has experienced from a man, that her past is questioned? Why is it that we ask about what her choice of clothing was that day? Is it really okay to grope or to assault someone because they're wearing a skirt or pants or because she's well-developed? Is it okay because she's the last person leaving the room and the man sees this as his opportunity? to, you know, touch her or to say something inappropriate? Are, are those signals, what she's wearing and being the last person in the room, are those signals that she's asking for it? Why do we say, well, what was she doing in the very public break room getting coffee when, when the man that assaulted her walked in? 
Why do we say, well, didn't you know his reputation? Didn't you sense something? Why didn't you run away when he came into the room? Why is it that women don't report assault right away? Why are they made to be like they did something to initiate it, to feel ashamed and at fault? Why do women keep silent and just live with it? These are questions, BCU family, that need answers, problems that need solution, and teaching that needs students. These conversations and reinforcements need to be had at home, on the playgrounds, in the barbershop, in social media, and yes, in our churches, especially in our churches. 1 John 2.16 reminds us that all lust will ever be present in the world. All that's in the world is the lust of the eye, the lust of flesh, of the flesh, and the pride of life. So there's lust all around us. That doesn't mean that we have to obey it. Bottom line here, BCU family, is lust is not a skin problem. Rather, it's a sin problem that Jesus is equipped to handle. If we trade our fleshly desires for his precious Holy Spirit and his way of living our lives, which would be perfect because he's perfect in all of his ways. So that perfection would include tests and trials, yet would be absent of the desire to practice the very sins that result in hurting others and damaging their lives, as well as the private and public shame, humiliation, and punishment that both the victim and the predator live with. I'd like to know, BCU family, in all seriousness, what are your thoughts around this very sensitive topic? I'd love for us to continue our conversation. So if you are not already here, come to the blendcouragesyou.com site, drop down to the comment section, and let's continue this dialogue. Something has to be done. This is way too frequent. This is way too often. And something is not being addressed someplace, BCU family. I believe it starts with the little boys. Maybe you have a different thought. Let's talk about it. Amen. Amen. And there you have it, BCU family. And if you are a regular subscriber to uh, the Blend Encourages You podcast or the posts, you'll know that this is a very different uh, approach to how I typically do things and that I've got a lot of passion around this subject matter. And I'll tell you why as we get ready to wrap up. Uh, Jewel Taylor, you all know her. She's been a, a, a guest on the podcast several times. She posted a statistic, and if I'm remembering it correctly, she said that one in four women have been affected by sexual assault, whether it's verbal or physical. And in light of what's going on in the news, you know, thinking about, you know, again, these very uh, visible and high profile cases, 
That's one thing. I'm thinking about this on a cellular level, like just everyday people who I work with, worship with, you know, uh, went to school with, you know, that's a large segment of, popu- of the population that have been affected. And are we having these conversations? Are we talking about this? You know, who's the me too? And the reason that I ask if we're talking about it is because of the shame that comes along and the stigma that comes along with being assaulted that many women are not walking in um, God's love. They're not walking in forgiveness. They're not able to have relationships properly with men. So there's a lot of effects here that we need to talk through and ask God to help us with. And then once again, we need to start equipping our young men to know what no sounds like and to, to, to go with the word no. So I am so very curious, BCU family, to know what your thoughts are on this. So let's please continue this conversation. If you're not already here, head on over to blendcouragesyou.com. There is a comment box there for you. I'll please pop your comments in and let's continue this conversation. And let's continue also to pray for those who have been victimized, that the Lord would help them to overcome that shame and stigma that, that comes with sexual assault and that they'll be able to be the women that God has called for them to be. So we are just scratching the surface, BCU family, of a subject matter that goes very deeply. So as we continue our conversation on this particular post, as the Lord leads, I intend to continue this conversation even in further podcasts and blog posts, and we will do what thus says the Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, this is Blen from BlenCouragesYou.com signing off. Thank you so much for tuning in. And Lord will, until the next time we are together, may our awesome God continue to bless, keep, and make his face to shine upon you and give you peace as you stay on the walk.